Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day. The world is a stressful place to be, so every week for about half an hour, we try to make it a little more fun and a little more pleasant. I'm gonna play a game with my guests who are guaranteed to win because they're playing as a team and they're the only contestants, and I assign them points throughout the game based on how much they cheer me up with their answers. Then, once my guests become the grand prize winners, they each win a $100 donation to the cause or charity of their choice, and we each give pep talks to a person or group that we think could use it this week. My guests today are the hosts of the Off Book Podcast, which is such a delightful, musical, improvised podcast. They improvise a full musical every week, and I'm so delighted to have them here. Please welcome Jess McKenna and Zach Reno. Hello! Hi, hello. I am Jess McKenna, and this, this is, is Zach Reno. This is Jess McKenna, and I am Zach Reno. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing each other in, too. Everybody's getting acclimated to the voices. How are you? I'm, like, pretty good, pretty, pretty, pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I fall just so firmly in the can't complain camp. Um, but I will, anyway, to say that the only thing that's bringing me down right now is that we've had a sudden re-uptick in the, in the hot weather of L.A. Mm. And, you know, it's just, a, it's, just, it's just a mood killer when you thought you were going to get to wear a sweater. Just had transitioned for one of our Zoom calls strictly to fall. We we're talking flannels. We we're talking <laughs> vests. It was a look that I know that she's been done. I mean, honestly, she kills it. So I get it why Thank it's you. been it's on it's been on like her back burner. But now it's hot again, which means we have to go back outside, which is great. Except that Jessica is also a magnet for a new breed of mosquitoes. Yeah. Oh, a no. New, a new and aggressive breed of mosquitoes. Yes, it's true. L.A. has never had mosquitoes, really. I'm born and bred, and we're both Southern California natives. We both grew up without really ever having mosquitoes. In the last two years, mosquitoes are in L.A. And then I heard, I don't know if how true it is, but that, like, some preventative measures were canceled for being non-essential at the beginning of coronavirus, so they're actually worse this year. <sighs> For all the mosquito fans out there, some fun <laughs> facts about these new mosquitoes. Please. If, if you're like these old mosquitoes, we need to update the model. Okay, yeah. so these these guys don't need standing water to reproduce. They can do it in just the wet ground. Which oh, L- I thought you were going to say running water. Like they'll just, <laughs> They just get knee deep in an ocean and yes. get after it. They just need to stand. They're in your sink. They're in your faucet. <laughs> If you spill your drink, they're in it. Before it hits the ground, mosquitoes will be breeding in the spilling water. They could do it in cola. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't have to be watered. Moving liquid. So you don't need standing water to reproduce. Mm -mm, Just a wet wet ground. But I hope you can tell from, from the pettiness of these complaints that I'm doing just great. That's good. Yeah. And I haven't answered the question because that's also true of me. I have nothing to complain about in the scheme of things. Let's jump into our game. Our game today is called The Show Must Eventually Go On. It was recently announced that there will be no Broadway performances in New York City until next summer at the earliest. Jess and Zach, as the creative team behind literally hundreds of musicals, I can think of no better people to decide on the most exciting and delightful slate of shows for when theaters open back up. I will ask you questions about your dream lineup of Broadway plays and will award you points based on your answers, creativity and accuracy, but most importantly, how much those answers cheer me up personally. Jess and Zach, are you ready to play The Show Must Eventually Go On? Yes! I'm ready. I wasn't sure what we were going with. First question. 
What historical figure or fictional character should be the subject of the next Hamilton-style hip-hop biography musical? Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, Josh? Yes. Excellent question. Thank you. <laughs> really good. I feel terrific about it. We're, this is, we're just starting off. People think musicals. They think Hamilton lately. Yeah. Do people give you points on this show? Occasionally it happens, and it's always very heartwarming to me. We should I, give you some for that one. I don't you. know the scale, but— That's all right. We're just starting with seven points. That's pretty good. It's I'll pretty take good. it. For someone who expected zero points— Yes. Yeah. Seven a, is huge. A, it's a real onion ring in my French fries. Seven is huge. I love an onion ring in the French Gosh, fries. Gosh, me too. Uh, okay, so immediately I'm thinking that I can't think of anyone that I'd want to give the true 100% celebratory. I mean, they show some of the faults of History Hamilton. It's complicated. If we know one thing about the past, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's that. It doesn't there hold were, up. People were bad. People, <laughs> past, have you read history? The past, we read doesn't the past. Hold up. It people, does not hold up to a modern. People say that read. about Thirty Rock, but it is way true about the past. It's extremely true about the past. People were doing wild stuff <laughs> to each other <laughs> in the name of medicine and God and <laughs> what we thought was science. Oh yeah, not science. Not science. So given that. Also, I am informed by the fact that I've consumed all of the Robert Caro books on LBJ. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, ooh, there's a lot there. Or I inquire, also finished The Power Broker. But those would be both villainous tales. But I think New York City might love a hip-hop takedown of Robert Moses. You could Absolutely. just see all the things he did and how whack they are. <laughs> Well, what about the the boy who planted all those apple seeds everywhere around <laughs> America? That's definitely a real man, right, Jonathan? Jonathan Appleseeds. <laughs> I believe he is based on someone a little bit true. Okay, let's assume that that is correct, but we don't know enough about him to fill out a full musical because I'm picturing we're going through America. We're planting apple seeds all over the place, even in states where, frankly, not not the climate to grow apples. Hostile terrain. We don't know that yet. We don't know that Arizona can't support a bunch of apples. We're going to plant them there anyway. And on the way, we're going to learn about each of our our 50, soon to be hopefully more beautiful states, and all (laughs) the things that they have to, to teach us about. And also... An apple song. And also a but it's well, Jess. It's you know, you got, be a bunch of apple songs. I know, but you gotta have a song that's just naming varieties. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. Sorry. You're um does Trader Joe's make up names for the apples that are different than <laughs> the normal apple question. names? Wow. That's a big question. Yeah, I don't know the answer. That's actually I can't answer that because season four of cereal owns that intellectual property. <laughs> Apples. Um, they go by many names. I gotta say, eleven points for that cereal reference. <laughs> you're because with this point, counting, I would think, Josh, yeah. you're up to eighteen you're points. You're actually Wait, up to eighteen I'm points. Up to 18 points? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is huge for me. I love. Okay, so I love a Robert Moses villain musical. I think mm-hmm. that's great. I love Johnny Rappleseed, which is what I'm calling Zach's musical. Jonathan oh. Rap. Jonathan Rappleseed. Jonathan Rappleseed. <laughs> yeah. I think these are both great answers. I think starting with two shows instead of just one is perfect. 40 points each. That's a total of 80 points for the first Gosh. Wow. Huge. Wow. Just a really strong beginning. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I could, I, it would have been disingenuous of me to give you fewer points. (laughs) 
Next question. What artist is crying out to have a jukebox musical made of their music? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew more about K-pop so I could tell you the correct K-pop answer to this question, but the answer is K-pop. Yeah. Because a K-pop musical is going to be very, very good when one does eventually come out. Absolutely true. The dancing is going to be impeccable. Yeah. But the other answer is, of course, Counting Crows, the musical, (laughs) with all the Counting Crows songs in it. Um, uh, And it will be pretty opaque lyrically and kind of hard to motivate people's... Yeah, I mean, these are thinkers. We're not sort of telling a a narrative in a traditional sense. But people are going to be like, that's the song from Shrek. I love that one. (laughs) Well, hold on. Accidentally in Love is almost certainly in actual Shrek the musical. No. Is it? What do we think? What's the over-under on accidentally being in love being in the Shrek musical? I'm going to say no, it's not. There's a, there's a character named Mr. Jones. He is there. Um, one of the characters is colorblind. It's not really brought up. Um, they eat a lot of hard candy. They eat hard candy. It takes place from August to December. Yes, very good. <laughs> December is most of it. It's a long December. It's a long December. This isn't one of those brief Decembers that just no. whips by. Oh, hmm. Maybe he's trapped in an everlasting December. It's like a Groundhog Day, but it all mm-hmm. takes place in December. Mm-hmm. But the musical is called August and everything after, which is confusing, but people like it because they mm-hmm. like that album. This is like this could be years on Broadway. We, you guys are like smash hit producers. This is the opposite of the producers. Wait, no. Yes, because it's good ideas that go well it's, instead of bad ideas that accidentally go well and bankrupt you. Mm-hmm. Accidentally go well. That's a counting crow. Accidentally go well. <laughs> accidentally go well. Which may or may not be in the Shrek musical. And we'll did, never know. We'll never, we'll never know. know. There's no way to know. The science just isn't there. No, unfortunately, <laughs> one day. A perfect answer. This answer is 70 points. Next question. Uh, Josh, I do have to pause real quick, only because you were so instrumental in that answer that we're going to have to siphon at least 50% of those points over you. Congratulations. That's okay, 30, that's so you 35 get 35, points. and then I've got 35, 35 plus the original 18, that's so I'm right. 53. Okay. That was fast math, and so for that, fast. you get another seven you points. see how fast that math was? <laughs> I respect and appreciate that. And because of your generosity, I give you another 70 points. Those are for you to keep. I will not accept them if you try to give me any. Next question. What movie, TV, or pop star should do a limited run starring in a show on stage to prove their performance chops and or acting legitimacy? I watched... Hubie Halloween, and it was... I watched it last night. Me too. Uh Aw. It was deeply confusing about... (laughs) (laughs) But it was very... I mean, I was like, whether at or with, I'm laughing. And I'm feeling... (laughs) And I'm riding that wave moment to moment. There are You're in the Sandler zone now. I'm in the Sandman. You're in the Sandman Sandman zone. Almost immediately. You're in the sandbox. You're in the sandbox. The sandman's box. You're in the sandbox. In the sandman's box. Um, (laughs) There are legit, very funny moments, and then there are also like I don't understand moments, and Mm -hmm. you're just you're just up and down, up and down. But to that end, I feel like I would love to see Adam Sandler in a serious play. Um, I think you know he does. I really loved him in Uncut Gems. I'd love to see him, though, maybe in something a little more restrained. I mm-hmm. think he got to really play into the the, the gem <laughs> of being a little more manic. And, you know, he's NYU trained. Let's put him on that stage. You want to see yeah. him in pol- polished gems. Yeah, I want to see yeah. him in polished gems. Shape up his gems a little bit. 
Yeah. I did straight up turn to Nicole, my wife, last night and be like, it is wild that this man can make uncut gems and then turn around and do Hubie Halloween, a movie that we would not accept from literally any other person on the planet. I think it would be so good as like mm-hmm. the Jack Lemon character from Glen Gary Glen Ross. I was thinking, Glen- yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. You two are so cultured. <laughs> hey, man. I'm going to give both of you, I'm giving you both 15 points for both of you. Oh, Thank my gosh. You. I'm up to 75, which is just like, this is definitely my personal high score. And then I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a total of 65 for this question. Plus Jess's additional 15 points brings you back to 80 points for this question. Whoa. Whoa. That's huge. That's huge for us. It's huge. This is big. We're like really rolling now. It's terrific. Next question. Last year, a sexy revival of Oklahoma made headlines and took home awards. What should be next year's horny revival of a musical that was not so horny to begin with? Mm-hmm. Can we get more adults in the audience if we do Sexy Susical? <laughs> Susical is the only show I've ever left in intermission because I was like, really? this is just not for me. This is not, not for me. Sex. Well, Jess, let me <laughs> let me make a pitch to you. Okay. Tell exactly me if this is gonna work. You've seen the cat in the hat, but he's not he's not doing it for you. No. Not the old cat in the hat. No. Who could who can I what who do I have to put in that hat to keep you in this theater? Oh gosh, great question. And I need you to picture like cabaret <laughs> MC. Gosh, I wish he was still with us because I do want the answer to be Prince. But uh, okay, oh well, this is a fantasy world. Okay. So Prince is Cat in the Hat. With yeah. Prince, and he does play guitar the whole time. It's not in the score. It's just what he's gonna do. And right off the bat, that is a. I will say it. We are infinitely sexier. I mean, that's than you physical. put him in anything, and it's hundred so percent sexier. Prince, this actually like I was not sold on this being actively good, but then you're like, Prince is the cat in the hat, and he's just like wailing, and I'm like, this play rules. This play rules. I want to watch it. I'm buying every piece of merch they have at the yep. table on the way out. Yeah. And and oh, what's that? There's three monkeys, I think, and yeah. they're mean. Don't worry. They're the band Heim. Oh, wow. <laughs> they're the Huge. band Heim is there. Um, this is also presupposing we actually have taken all the music out of Susical, replacing it with much different music. I'm going to say Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls. Yeah, Ooh, I feel like it yeah. needs to be like a true noir-looking, like Perry Mason color mm-hmm. tones. Um, <laughs> and then also, just for good measure, we just change it to Fuck Be a Lady. <laughs> oh, yes. Honestly, Guys and Dolls is, like, so chaste for what it is. Yes, it's about gambling. It's about sin. And it's, yeah. like, so buttoned up and hokey. Yeah. It could do with, with being sick, with hornier. Yeah. It, it should be hornier. It's the underbelly. It should be, I mean, well, and she and Sarah Brown, most boring role of all time, like, getting drawn into this world you know, I mean, think we could beef up her experience by seeing the real sex allure of it. Because as it currently stands, I'm like, what? She gets mm-hmm. drunk and goes to Cuba and one night, like, I don't understand, like, what's she doing? We got Adelaide singing, a person could develop a cold sore, is an STD, <laughs> from, make, from, from kissing too many boys. <laughs> That's right. That's right. This is the guys and dolls they don't want you to see. This, this has, is the one with herpes. It has fundamental lyric changes. <laughs> <laughs> the people all said, sit down, sit down and rock on a dick. 
<laughs> yeah. I was thinking sit on a face, but that's but rock you're rocking a dick is great. <laughs> and the devil will drag I you. I dreamed under. less. <laughs> Yeah, this song's about this song's now about a wet dream. <laughs> well, nicely, nicely has dreams about three different women mm-hmm. rocking his dick. <laughs> yeah, just tremendous work there. This round is worth eighty-seven points. That is mm. one point for each of the years old Dr. Seuss was when he left us. Wow. Plus another thirty-one points. That's for the age Marlon Brando was when he starred in the film version of Guys and Dolls. That brings us to one hundred eighteen points for this question. Just a huge answer. Tremendous performance. Let's keep going. Next question. Please describe to me your dream smash hit out of nowhere musical that sounds like boring or corny, but is incredibly moving and beloved. Just like this is just like full on. What do you want to see a play about? Okay. My musical is called Sand, and Mm -hmm. it follows two brothers who are, they live in India where we, where we mine um, the best kind of sand that we use to make glass, and we're actually running out of it. And it's um, both a big tale of epic greed and the familial ties that save us. But it's called Sand, so people are like, I can't see a musical about freaking sand. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it's not, it's about, right. Family business yeah. and what it means to have purpose. Right. Oh, I love that. This yeah. is very good. Yeah. We are actually My- running out of sand. I do need everyone to know. <laughs> oh, no. Hot off the presses, we're running out of the best kind of sand for glass. We overmine it. What happens if we go down to the second tier sand? What what does that do to our glass? I don't know. Our glass gets janky and bad. Yeah. We have glass that <laughs> You breaks. can't even see through it. It's all brown and dark. <laughs> Which is fine for some sunglasses, but not for car windows. No No way. Oh, no. You can't even have a transition lens on a windshield. I tried to invent that. I was laughed out of the building. (laughs) Um, This is very good. Sometimes you learn a bummer thing out of nowhere. And this is one of those times. And I I think that's a a clean 100-point answer. Yes. 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 Final question. Bruce Springsteen and David Byrne recently had hugely successful runs on Broadway. Which musician should do a run of shows that's basically a regular concert, but in a fancy theater so that it's eligible for awards and to become a Netflix special? Mm-hmm. 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 I think it should be someone really worthy of the stage. So I'm going to say Bette Midler. Great choice. Whoa. A Bette Midler solo show. Playing the hits. Love it. I need it. I need it. It explains itself. I've seen her live, and she's incredible. It truly explains itself, and I feel like she's someone I want to see EGOT, and so if she doesn't yet have, you know, I want to I want to help her get some some late career awards. Absolutely. I do want the band Def Leppard to <laughs> do this, because that would be a wild ride. Oh, yeah. And I think it could win a lot of awards. I'm not sure what those awards are. (laughs) Yeah. I do kind of forget the question, but I did start thinking about Def Leppard and I did want to watch them do their musical that almost certainly has like a bunch of robots. I love that in an intimate theater too, like a 500 seat theater, and they're just crushing it out every night with robots and lasers. Yeah, it's dinner theater also. You get food while they do it. What what are we serving here? Um, it's actually a baked ziti, and um, <laughs> it's a lot of pasta. 
It's like I want you to picture like a medieval times, but then the the space and crowd capacity so much smaller. Yeah, it's much smaller than that. And you don't have um, there's no sort of small table, so it's just like a bowl of pasta in your lap. And the, and this and it's like you get a you get a lap full of pasta. They pour yeah. you like um, Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. Yep. And then there's a bunch of mixed drinks that you can buy that come in blinking um, guitar glasses mm-hmm. that are great. And the musical follows the big robot of the Deaf Leopard fighting the blind panther. And he's the best. And there's just so many. The, the guitars, Josh, I can't stress enough. The guitars shred just wall to wall in this musical. The hair is so big. The harmonies are so tight. It's rad as hell. It sounds awesome. And you eat pasta. <laughs> <laughs> do you have to eat the pasta? Like, do they not let you leave no, if you don't finish the pasta? I mean, you pasta? really should eat the pasta. It's really good. It's just like, you're going to want to let it sit for a second because it's very yeah. hot. It's very oh, hot. It's fresh. It's fresh. It's a fresh baked zit and it's been in the <laughs> it's been in the oven. They give you the porcelain thing that it came in. But it's Perot. on your lap. Perot. But it's on your lap because there's no table. So sometimes people tell you like ahead of time to like bring a cushion because the benches are uncomfortable. You're going to yep. still want that cushion, but that bad boy is on your on lap. Top. It's for your lap. Yeah. It's for your lap. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise you're just going to get scalded. Don't usually play, Bill, because that could catch fire. Also, yeah. there's a, also, you don't want that under it because there is a riddle inside of it that you do have <laughs> to solve. Right. And if you solve it, you, you get to be in the musical. You get to ride the panther. <laughs> this is probably the best experience I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's affordable, too. Yeah, It's like yeah. 50 bucks. It's really important for them that it's like anyone can Including come, dinner. Come to yeah. The show. yeah. Right, yeah. In New York the, City? In come New York on. City? Yeah. You pay is that it, much for a baked CD on your lap on its own. That's right. I get it. Yeah. This ain't no sleep no more. You can like you can bring your family to this one, and they have scholarships for schools. Sometimes the whole school is there. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Just two hundred kids from a public school getting busted, yeah, given dude. a lap full of ZD. Yeah, they, they have love the time it, of their lives. They love kids it. love it. They love it. <laughs> kids love it. Much smaller than medieval times. Incredible answer. This is a 97-point answer. That was so wonderful. An amazing round of gameplay. This is just incredible. An awesome round of the show must eventually go on. And your total score is 580 points, which is the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. How do you feel? Oh, my. Wow. 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 Very Sandler esque. I feel incredible. I feel um, lighter than air. Wow. Thank you so much, Wonderful. Josh. Oh my gosh. My pleasure. As grand prize winners, you are each the recipient of a $100 donation to the charity or cause of your choice. Where will the money be going? Um, amazing. My uh, donation is going to go to a local initiative here called SELA. It's a collection of neighborhoods that are helping our um, neighbors who are dealing with homelessness, our, our unhoused neighbors, and I've uh, worked with them, and they're the best. That's incredible. Oh, that's wonderful. What a great cause. We love them. And the other one is the Armenia Fund, which is um, raising money to help the situation out in Armenia and Azerbaijan. Thank you so much. These are great choices, and I'll put the info on the social media if listeners want to donate. Um, so that'll be there. And finally, it's time for the pep talks. 
We'll each give a pep talk to a person or group that we think deserves or needs it this week. I'll go first. My pep talk is for standing ovations. For obvious reasons, this has been a pretty down year for standing ovations. With no live theater or music and thin crowds at most sporting events, there's been so little opportunity for enthusiastic applause. I mean, I've watched like a ton of stuff on TV, but it feels weird to stand and clap at the end. Applauding for a television feels like clapping for a microwave. It's like an appliance and it did its job right and it can't appreciate the adulation. And if it could, it would be terrifying. I don't want my TV to relish applause. But that's not the point. Once we're back seeing plays and concerts and sports again, people are gonna be so psyched to give standing ovations. People will stand and clap for like anything, for preschool holiday pageants where the performers don't even know what a standing ovation is yet. If I've had enough to drink, I'll demand an entire bar full of people get up and applaud for a good jukebox selection. One time, this is true, I saw a group of people give a standing ovation to a sunset and it felt silly at the time, but not anymore. We didn't know it before, but the standing ovation isn't just an appreciation of an impeccable performance. It's a celebration of the joy of being together in a once in a lifetime configuration to enjoy a collective miracle. But I'll probably still never clap for my microwave. Justin Zach, I would love to hear your pep talks as well, please. Do you want to tag team this, Jess? Uh, sure. The world is what it is right now. And we're making a lot of choices in our day-to-day lives. And one of those choices is what are we actually going to eat tonight? And that's a hard choice to make. But I want you to know that you, whether it's just you and yourself trying to figure that out or you and whoever you're in a bubble with or you and your wife or your husband or your partner, you're gonna make that choice. You're gonna pick where that food is coming from. You're both gonna enjoy it. And even if you don't, you're gonna make that choice again. And you're gonna explore flavors and places and emotions that if you had picked something else, you wouldn't be experiencing. So hey, that moment of not knowing where to eat, you're awesome because you actually teach us a lot about ourselves and how to compromise and how to brainstorm and how to have favorites and also how to try something new and how to support small business, but also sometimes drive through your favorite spot because, gosh, it's the only thing that sounds good right now. And listen, sometimes you offer up two choices and you know in your head which of those choices is the correct one. (laughs) And this is me telling you, stop that. Say the one that you want. (laughs) That's okay. We're not going to get it right every time. And if I could just say, Asian is not a suggestion, okay? So stop. It's too broad. It's It's far too broad. So just remember... Whatever you get, you're never going to regret throwing another side in there at the end. (laughs) And if all else fails, try some Bigsy. (laughs) A wonderful pep talk. It had depth. It had breadth. It had beauty. I feel fully satiated having heard it. Thank you so much. This was just a real joy to get to do this with you. That's been our show. I'm your host, Josh Gondelman. This has been Make My Day. Thank you so much to this week's champions, Jess McKenna and Zach Reno. Jess and Zach, where can people find you and your work? Uh, Listen to Off Book, the Improvised Musical Podcast. Zach and I, along with a band, improvise a musical every week. It is tricky in this the digital era, but we try to have guests on whenever we can. And it's a lot of fun. I'm Jess McKenna on Instagram and not a great follow on Twitter. I've let that get overtaken (laughs) by tumbleweeds. 
Sometimes you gotta just be good about cutting some social media out of your life, because what is it? I'm at Zacharino, Z-A-C-H-R-E-I-N-O. The show is so fun. People should really listen to it. It's just like an absolute joy. Thank you again for being here. If you are interested in donating to the charities, the Armenia Fund and SILA, I'll make those available online on our the show's social media and on mine. If you have your own answers to today's game of The Show Must Eventually Go On, feel free to tweet them at me, at Josh Gondelman. You don't have to bother Zach and Jessica. They're busy people. They got music to make. Well, that's all the Make My Day for today. Thank you once again for listening. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And it's a huge help to the show if you have a second to rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days.